Hi, everyone, and welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm Lori LeBay, and I'm the host and founder of Alzheimer's Speaks. Before we get to our show today, I always like to just let people know a little bit about us because we always get new listeners. So for those of you that are new, um, Alzheimer's Speaks is an advocacy-based company providing multiple platforms to shift our dementia care culture from crisis to comfort around the world. And we believe that by joining forces and sharing knowledge and just having these everyday conversations about life with dementia, that we're going to be able to remove the stigmas attached to memory loss. We're also going to be able to help others kind of spark their passion and um, take what they learn and apply it in their own lives. Together, we know that we can help people, um, again, understand the true needs that are out there with this disease. Um, Just by having these conversations, we're going to be able to remove some of the um, fear and isolation that that those diagnosed along with their family, friends, and communities at large have. At our core, we believe Alzheimer's Speaks um, needs to be collaborative as well as other organizations and individuals out there. Um, And we believe we can win this battle against dementia if we choose to work together instead of continuing to be siloed and proprietary Um, And we know that that's working because of all of your likes and clicks and shares. You see, every time you share our information, if it's the radio show, if it's the dementia chats, if it's our blog, our conscious caring um, resources that we just launched, um, or our website at large, you are sharing with your audience. And there's a lot of people in your inner circles that are dealing with this that really haven't come out of the closet to talk about it yet. So continue to share with your Facebook friends, your Twitter tribes, um, and your your LinkedIn colleagues, and all the other social media platforms there. And again, we just want to say thanks for making Alzheimer's Speaks the number one influencer online regarding Alzheimer's, according to ShareCare and Dr. Oz. Um, we just, we really feel... Um, the love for all you guys out there. So I also want to mention that you might be interested in being a guest. Um, so just reach out to me. Go to alzheimerspeaks.com. There's a big contact button, and just shoot me an email or give me a call. I'd love to talk to you um, because we we want everyone's voice to be heard. So if you are living with dementia, maybe you're caring for someone with uh, with dementia as a as a loved one, um, or maybe you're a professional carer, uh, you may also um, be a professional. Maybe you're in research. Um, maybe you have a hobby that you've incorporated from knitting or movies or songs um, or plays. Um, we we want to hear it all. So I uh, just want you to know that. I do want to give a shout out to Fresh Books. Um, They're a great little platform if you're looking at help in terms of being a small business and trying to get organized. And you can get a 30-day free trial by going to gofreshbooks.com 
forward slash alive. That's gofreshbooks.com forward slash alive. Another offer I just want to um, <clears throat> give you is with Audible. Um, they have um, audiobooks, and you can choose um, from um, about 1,800 different books out there. And um, and you can do, again, a 30-day trial here to go ahead and download and see what you think of them. And for that, you just have to go to audibletrial.com forward slash social, audibletrial.com forward slash social. So let me go ahead and introduce our guest today here. Very excited to have Silesh Mishra with us. And he is from India. He's a social entrepreneur, and he's the founder of Silver Innings, which is a community dedicated to senior citizens in India. He also works closely with an assisted living um, elder care home. So welcome, Silesh. How are you? I'm fine. Good evening and good good afternoon to everybody. Well, great. I, I'm really interested. You, I, I see you on social media all the time. You guys are really doing a, <laughs> lo- a lot of cool things. And so I wanted to know, maybe if you can start out just telling our audience, you know, have you been personally touched by dementia in your own family? People always like to know kind of a little history there. Uh, no, uh, fortunately, no. Uh, but I remember uh, my grandfather when he was in last stage. And now I understand that last two years of his, uh, when he was paralyzed and he had brain stroke, he was suffering from Alzheimer's. But that at that time, like 15 years ago, we were not aware. Mm-hmm. Now I think because I work with the disease, because I work with the cause, now I know he was suffering. He was forgetful. He was disoriented. All the symptoms were there. But... They were, we were not aware. So actually, practically, it has not touched me, and, and that is not the reason I am in this field. I'm just in the field because uh, I have seen the suffering of the family, friend, and the place I worked. Uh, it touched my heart. One, That's why. Wonderful. And most of us get in because it touches our heart, and we can. Yes. it's almost like we can not, not do this, this work. Yes. Um, can you tell yes. us when you started your assisted living elder care home? And, and say, the, say the name of it. I know I'll crucify it, so that's why I'm not even trying, yeah. to, trying to say it. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm happy to be here again. In December 2011, I was with you uh, on Aldama Speak. Uh, and that time uh, we were talking about, you know, uh, about services we offer, we do awareness, we do training, we reach out to communities. So what we did uh, since 2011, we, we got so many people around us, the families, the community, asking us the help. And we could not only, uh, I, I was not feeling good that our team only providing referral, only providing counseling. So... In 2013, in August, uh, we thought we will do something, and that was just accidentally happened. Uh, it was a dream to make a, uh, not an uh, elder home, but a dementia home. We just clicked, and uh, we got a place, uh, uh, which was, uh, we can say, uh, nobody was living there for 10 years. But as soon as we entered the place, it gave, gave us the positive vibes, the aura. So uh, that's the place we selected, and uh, we started A1 Snehanjali, Snehanjali, A1. Uh, Snehanjali in India, Hindi, it, it means um, tribute with love, 
that's that's the meaning of the word snehanjali. Oh, well, that's that's yeah. a neat way to just have some meaning behind yeah. behind a title yeah. and a name. Um, can you tell us? Um, you know, you told us when you started, but can you tell us why you started it? What were some of the needs that you were seeing in the community itself? Yeah. So as I said, and I was discussed earlier, like we have this helpline, uh, telephone helpline. We also got emails helpline and the website. And because we are on the uh, Facebook social media, we get a lot of inquiries from the families who uh, who we find are quite distressed. Uh, because in India, uh, due to lack of awareness among the people, the family, and the medical fraternity, we get cases in quite late, uh, you can say in second stage. At that time, it's very difficult to he- help the family, to make them understand uh, the issue, and also handle the person who's suffering from dementia, to empower him or her. So uh, we used to, what we used to do is, we used to refer, if somebody comes to us, like my father and mother are behaving weird or disoriented or forgetful, or he or, he or she is doing something purposely, so we said, no, you can't tell them uh, like they have some brain disease or dementia or whatever. We need to show to a psychiatrist and a psychologist or a neurologist, and that, that referral we used to provide. And sometimes some people used to call us and say, we need a caregiver. I can't look after my father, mother. I'm working. Then somebody said, my father is lost. What I should do? So this is where some of the cases we came across. And then we thought it is not enough to speak. It is not enough to just talk about create awareness training. Why can't we do something very concrete? And we had this experience in 2008. We started Silver Innings, working with seniors and dementia. We thought, let's start something small. Let's do something concrete. Where uh, in India, like the old age home concept, is called is a stigma. We don't send parents to an old age home and elder care home. Uh, but there is there was a requirement where there are children who were working, uh, uh, both husband and wife are working. They love for their parents, they care for their parents, but there are not enough caregivers, there are not enough facility, and they can't leave the job. So we thought we need to make a small place where we can keep the person 24-7. It, it, it should be called assisted living care home. So this was a new concept. We started uh, assisted living care home. We have we have many old age homes. We have we have many retirement townships. We have dementia care uh, day center, but we don't have 24 into 7 uh, assisted living care home. It was dementia home only. So uh, this were some of the requirements for the family. And uh, like example, one of the case was uh, there was a person, a dad who was lost, and uh, we don't have a silver alert program. So it was very difficult to find the person. He, we, he they found the father after five days. They were scared, and mm-hmm. they went to neurologists. And we worked with neurologists and psychiatrists. They suggested, why don't you uh, go and meet Silesh and Silver Innings, and they have started Snangeli. Then we understood the problem, and then we said, this might be placed, but this, this should not be the only place for you. So it was a demand, a necessity from the family, from the community, which uh, actually um, made us, uh, forced us, pushed us, to do something concrete, just not a talk. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. What's the reception been in in India to this new concept? Yeah. So uh, as I said, 
in india uh, uh, we we have the joint family system or you call you can call it all southeast asia country a traditional where you have a dad mom you have a uncle everybody stays together and uh, we we never thought of sending our parents to a, a retirement home an old age home or care center because that is called oh you're not looking after your parents Uh, you 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 might have seen lot of things on the facebook or social media that fed like your parents have you know helped you to walk they gave you bath they fed you and why you want to send your parents now when they are old so there is a lot of stigma here uh, but what we found if if you have a good purpose if you have good intention and when you where the demand and necessity uh, the uh, supply is met properly example because i i come from the marketing background and i saw the demand from the family they care for their parents they don't they don't want to dump their parents they they want to visit them they want to take them for holiday but they are so distressed they can't concentrate on the job they have to leave the job or there is a fight between husband and wife how to take care of the mother or father or in-laws or there the children who are struggling in the family so there was there is a demand and uh, this demand especially even uh, big cities uh, uh, not in the small towns so in the big cities slowly now the acceptance of assisted living care home or a service and facility for dementia or elderly has started so uh, it took us time like we started in 2013 now every day we get two or three calls or three or four emails we have got one or two visitors who come every uh, every day, day or week we have so there is a demand and that's the reason we are starting a second home now a second snehanjali second unit in this may uh, by may 15th okay so t- for me just to clarify is this a permanent placement or is this where people kind of go get respite no yeah it, it is a 24 into 7 assisted living elder care home okay. uh this place people will stay here uh they but we, we actually as a if you see as a human being i don't want somebody to stay in your lifetime i want uh, if you can do a rehab for them if if you can give the respite to them or if the family thinks okay now we can take them back we we are very happy we don't want but but there are situation there is uh, a demand in the family uh, they are not able to keep the, uh, the person who suffering from alzheimer dementia or certain uh, requirements so we keep them there they stay their whole day yes okay okay great um now is is the care home part of silver linings or or silver innings yeah. or is that t- a totally separate and and what yeah. what exactly do you do with silver innings yeah so uh, silver innings uh, actually is a social enterprise that works with to provide uh, like we have we say elder friendly world where aging become positive rewarding experience where we thought it started in 2008 to provide need based services to do networking do to do advocacy uh, to do training and um, uh, workshop uh, to empower people to talk to government but snehanjali uh, is a concrete infrastructure project silver inning is doing more you can say non infrastructural thing uh, it provides care services uh, initially snehanjali is part of uh, silver inning but now we see the demand for snehanjali assisted living care home is big so uh, in future in coming future we might convert it as a separate entity okay 
Now, yeah. I have seen with uh, Silver Innings, and, and maybe I'm getting this mixed up, so correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, cause yeah. I, um, but you have done just, you have so much social um, activities yeah. going on. Yes. Um, is, yeah. is, that, um, is that through Silver Innings, or is that through the assisted living, or is it kind of a combination of the two? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that is a good question. Uh, what we feel, uh, especially uh, in India also, or most of the places I've, I've been, I've talked to people, uh, we generally isolate elderly or old people from the uh, social life. So at Silver Inning, in Silver Inning, what we say is about positive living. Uh, can't we make the person part of the human habitat? But this whole learning, actually, what I got uh, and why it randomly happened is what a very important incident is. We took this training of Eden Alternative of Dr. Bill Thomas in 2011 and 12 in India. And that transformed our thought process where we started thinking, uh, why why can't we elderly part of the society where they are? We make old age home in India out of the town, in the small villages, isolated places. Why can't we, they mix around? Why can't they have children coming and visiting them? Why can't they get married? Why can't they just dance and sing? So it, it's a silver inning that is doing everything. But what we have done with Snehanjali also, we we try to replicate what we're doing in silver inning to make a Snehanjali is also very, very vibrant home. It is not just a nursing home. It is, we don't see, we say it's not nursing home and it is not old home. It is our home. It is a home where there is heart. Home with the heart. I like that. Yeah. Um, can you yeah. give us, um, uh, just explain to our audience, maybe a couple of different types of, of occasions yeah. that you have um, in terms of working with dementia, some of the activities and, and events that you've put on? Yes, uh, Surely. So what we actually do in Snehanjali uh, uh, is we, uh, the major focus is on non-formological approach, the holistic way of life, where we try to keep people uh, uh, the way they were living in their own home. So what we do is when we uh, take admission for the process, we try to find out the family history and also the person's social and psychological background. So in that case, what happens is we understand each individual. Example, somebody might be good in creativity. Somebody might be good in reading newspaper or singing and music. So we try to uh, do a person-centric approach and also a group project. The group uh, can be also a music therapy. Like we had people, uh, students who come from dance school, and they had this one-month session with the uh, two weeks uh, uh, day, uh, in the week. Uh, they come and they do dance therapy with dementia and Alzheimer's. Or there are these blog uh, and brain games. In fact, one of the friends got a doll from Singapore. So we have this doll therapy. So we mix a lot of uh, normal games and normal activities. It might be just small as passing the ball. It might be just uh, remembering the old song, old movie song. So we try to make an uh, environment where it is a social environment. It is not just medical or clinical uh, care we are providing. It, it, it's a touch. You know, if, if we are feeling bad or we are feeling sad, it's just somebody pat us or somebody give a hug. So that's what they need. They are human beings. So we try to make a holistic environment and we allow them to see that this is your own home. This is not somewhere you have come. Uh, it doesn't belong to you. In fact, in most of the cases, we also found 
when family want to take them back to home to celebrate a party or holiday they do want to go home <laughs> they want they they think this is home in fact they said no uh, in fact one of the resident family uh, they took the father and uh, they packed the bag for three days okay i'm taking my father to my place and the next uh, same evening the daughter called and said no my papa doesn't want to stay here he wants to go to his own home so snanjiri is his home <laughs> so the environment the the caregiver the manager uh the, uh the 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 green around uh the if, if we have in fact painted the place whole place uh, with the vibrant colors uh, earlier i used to think you know old means you can have a sad color you should have very dim lights and other things now we have made the place very vibrant we have sunflowers we have lilies we have painted the walls so they feel happy yeah. they're smiling and that's all uh, that i think you we all do you also do we we want to give smiles to people yeah i like that idea and as we age you know our eyesight changes and stuff so having those brighter yeah. contrasts um it, it makes it easier yeah. for them to connect i love the approach of the the non pharma and then doing yeah. the small little things that are really kind of those one-on-one person centered as well yeah. as the bigger social impact um and yeah. group activities i think sometimes people can get swayed to one or the other and you know all of us yeah. like both you know we yeah. we like a yeah. share of yeah. both can you tell our audience um what are some of the challenges that you've faced managing the the assisted living um elder care home mm-hmm. in india yeah uh, i think first the uh, major important thing as we discussed earlier is a stigma attached to uh, the concept of sending your parent to a outside your home so that's the biggest challenge and slowly uh, last 5 years i have seen a change uh, because media the press media the social media a lot of things have been doing all around the world in fact you uh, norm uh then lisa a lot of people again uh, uh, purple angel ambassador you know mm-hmm. we are talking about it uh, in fact with this the uh, uh, world rock against dementia so the whole uh, environment is changing uh, but there is a stigma so slowly in 5 years that stigma of assisted living a care home uh, is um, uh, is vanishing but that is a major challenge second most important challenge i i felt and my team feels it's a lack of human resource to work with elderly people lack of human resource to work uh, somebody suffering for dementia alzheimer because what has happened uh, the country the india is developing now everybody wants white collar job everybody wants to go to office and do uh, nobody wants to clean somebody right mm-hmm. and uh, uh, that is where a big challenge and in fact 60% of the india population stays in village and i have seen people they don't have the job but they don't want to work uh, in this kind of home or they don't want to care of somebody uh, that is the biggest challenge uh, so we need to create human resource or pe- uh, team of army of people because the country is aging now we have 10% population of aging and we will be growing very fast so we need to have human resource to take care of elderly i think that is the biggest second biggest challenge third biggest challenge what i feel is um, Uh, the funding in fact most of the homes or dementia or alzheimer related things what have been done in india are done by social enterprise or ngos there is no government help it can say there is only 0.1% so the government body the politician there is no political will 
they don't want to accept the indian society doesn't accept dementia alzheimer as a disease as as a challenge for the future but we know because we are working and we see around the globe the cost in fact the india the family cost of maintaining a dementia alzheimer person is around 900 dollars per month mm-hmm. this is a huge cost in our home also it's costly because the staff is there that we have actually uh, for three resident one caregiver so the cost is higher the electricity bill so there, there is no funding there is uh, so what you have to do is you have to create your own fund you have to ask your friends or you can get a loan from the bank so that's the only thing remains and uh, the returns are not uh, very fast any social enterprise it takes around 3 to 4 years to break even mhm so the first as i said challenge is stigma second is human resource and third i think is a uh, funding so this are the biggest challenge and uh, believe me uh, we are opening a second center <laughs> so we are happy that uh, it is working slowly because we started small it is only small five bedroom uh, home nianjali where we have only 10 residents so when you do small you can slowly grow and then you can replicate because whole process is learning we there is no universal therapy here or universal kind of uh, module that you can replicate because every country is different us is different uk is different germany is different pakistan is different india is different we have different culture and tradition so we have to localize uh, the concept so that's why it's taking time and it it works and we have adapted the indian type of uh, home where i think india can be leader in holistic care i think that that what we got uh, I- I- india is very good in hospitality mm-hmm. india is very good in uh, spirituality uh, the culture uh, uh, the music the dance we love in fact we ha- we celebrate birthdays and festivals all festivals what we celebrate are um, fun loving uh, are uh, very positive there is no sad festival so india actually can take the challenge and can be leader in spiritual or you can say holistic care and and the west can give us the technology mm-hmm. so we both both uh, countries or both developing and developed nations can come together as you said earlier it's a networking what you're doing is networking you're making people come closer beyond the borders so we have beyond the borders doctors i need we need beyond the border gerontologists who work for dementia alzheimer's Well, good. That's that's great. I um, I applaud you. You've you've made a lot of progress in a really short period of time, um, Salisha, yeah. and it's just uh, yeah. it's it's been amazing to watch you. Um, do you think social media has really helped you? You know, build things uh, quicker, kind of than the average bear out there. Yes, hundred uh, percent. In fact, silver inning the concept started in two thousand eight was only. Uh, we started with a website and we were actually pioneer in asia pacific to talk about aging issues on social platform it was facebook twitter blog uh, linkedin and now instagram also is there so facebook or social media is helping us to reach out to people who are beyond us reach because country is bigger like here we have 100 million elderly and we have so many 1 billion population how how i can reach my, around 30 states in india and remote places different places so to talk social media gives you a free platform where you can talk about issue you can create groups like we have wonderful groups on facebook we have wonderful groups on different other uh, uh, pages also 
and there we are talking about different issues and there example norm is making purple angel ambassadors all over the world so this is social media is helping us to create awareness it is also talking about issue with the youngsters remember social media now i think 70% are youth and when youth come to know about this problem about the elderly population about the mental issues or the challenges we face they will be ready for their future i said forget the old people now at least you see yourself tomorrow you will be old what is your future i think now today youth is understanding that and social media is the example what norm did is world rock against dementia we played music we played dance so we have this youth came and did a song and dancing and because of social media we we do a, a program we don't send any postage we don't send any letters we only do on social media and whatsapp group and we get 15 50 100000 people <laughs> so it just because of social media i think we should thank facebook for that <laughs> mhm well that yeah that is wonderful and you know it's uh you know it's so economical to be able to use yes. but but it's a shift yes. in terms of getting people tapped into yes. it and and comfortable yes. with it initially yes. but it's it's amazing um i think the inroad social media has allowed us to make with all forms of dementia now yes. um i know that you do um a, a lot of training and stuff or it appears so on mm. on on social media what type of of um presentations do you do uh, uh what is happening is also uh, there are very few people in india who are actually dedicatedly uh, dedicatedly working for dementia alzheimer in fact one of my friend is sapna kishore who has a very beautiful dementia care note website and where she has actually translated things in indian languages so what we all do uh, uh, including sapna kishore myself and there is milanjana maulik uh, there are different people from alzheimer society of india what we do actually uh, there are people like alzheimer society of india does the conferences uh, every uh, year then we have geriatric psychiatric society we have colleges uh, in fact we have social work colleges we have very normal mba colleges uh, where they call us and talk about aging issues and dementia alzheimer so first one thing we do is to go and just talk about the issue what are issues about aging because most of people we say uh, we are working for seniors they say oh for seniors for what they have a problem people are not aware what are the challenges seniors face what the challenges of a mother and father face so then then we talk about the, uh, the mental and uh, wellness and health issues and this is one way second is uh, approaches uh, uh, we they call in, in fact the government body in fact the state wide state maharashtra government or the government of india they call us for presentation and Uh, workshop which they a uh, country uh, has started training of the caregiver they call as a resource person to talk about specific issues like uh, i don't know uh, fortunately or incidentally accidentally i have become a dementia expert or something so people call us and what we do is we talk on a talk in indian language uh, we talk in hindi or marathi or gujarati or also we help you i take lead from sapna kishore i take lead from dilanjana maulik i take lead from we have our own silver and anything we collaborate thing and do a presentation it gives a highlight or insight to the cause so this way we are reaching out to people on the ground so social media is one thing and offline also this 
kind of uh, training workshop and presentation goes on especially it is a, a ppt presentation and many times uh, because of social media and this presentation what we have actually uh, fortunately have done we uh, we were contacted by a very big um, uh, television uh, channel show it's called stree shakti and the first time in indian history a talk show was done on dementia and alzheimer's and oh, wow. our yeah and silver readings anyone snangeli was mentioned and it, the, they had around 10 minute uh, in fact a video for that and they had this daughter in law shilpa chandravarkar who was looking after her mother in law and now the mother in law with us and how beautifully she has taken care so the television channel government television channel which reached out to billions of people were telecast in indian language and it gave a good message so here because of the we reach out to people we do presentation we go out and do training people are contacting us in fact schools also have started now so i think this is a very good initiative i think society changing the country is slowly accepting the fact and they everybody needs a project right so we get intern students in fact we got students from uh, colombia uh, last year um, cameroon was there and then we had from uh, toronto uh, they came for uh, four weeks in fact we had silvic dupont from france for salvation army she stayed with us around six months so we are getting people who are getting connected to different ways of creating awareness and offline thing and they all help us to plan a certain uh, professionally managed concept a presentation or information in fact we um it uh, you know just gave our idea to tata institute of social science students mental health students about dementia alzheimer it was only two two hours talk and on world alzheimer month they made five different five minutes videos beautifully made and we posted on youtube it was a big hit so this youth they you know took this idea i think it is a great thing if we can reach out to the youth youth has an energy and creativity if we involve them we we need not talk to only seniors we we need to talk to to the society so we need to talk to a female population we need to talk to children so whole society whole generation comes together to talk about the issue then the challenges will automatically go off vanish wonderful um do you feel that india is ready for the concept of of elder care homes and assisted living and and you know what is your future plan i know that you had mentioned that you're looking at um you know acquiring a second um yeah. you know building do you think others are going to jump on this bandwagon with you yes yes so what uh, in india as presently there are around uh, there was uh, six home earlier uh, then bianjali started seven and we are starting eight one so what is also happening uh, like there are a lot of retirement township which has come up the retirement township has been made by builders now what is happening is uh, when you make a township or when you make a home for elders they will age at after certain time 70 80 they will require assisted living they will require dementia care so something like there is a township called ashiana there is a township called paranjpe they have started including assisted living into their own township so this is catching up but but let me remind uh, you and everybody who is hearing in india this is not only money making business it is a social issue it needs a human touch it it it, it can't be just i'm providing somebody service or caring for somebody i i just need to make money no here it is holistic care 
you can't drug the person you can't just make an infrastructure you need a heart to be there you need the people who who have this touch human touch you need um, uh, you know you need greens you need animal therapy you need to have uh, different things involved so things are working and i see many people are coming ahead uh, to start an assisted living but country as a country as a state federal state we need to make a proper guidelines at present we don't have any guidelines mm-hmm. we don't have any monitoring agency i think uh, here I, I, nobody else like what i think is uh, i have a money i have a um, idea and i'll just come and start something no we need to have proper planning what are the proper infrastructure who are the people who are going to work are they trained are there any license in india we don't have any license system for dementia survivors so anybody can open a home so we need to work out the plan where in let invite social entrepreneurship in this and let provide more facilities and care services where elderly population and the family members can benefit okay well great um yeah here in the states we have lots of licensing and even yeah. when you when you had mentioned nine hundred dollars is a lot of money people would be yeah. you know um running out the door for only nine hundred dollars because yeah. um here it's thousands of dollars a month that people are paying yeah. but but the dollar values yeah. are different and people have to understand yeah. that and respect that yeah. um do you feel that in the future there will be some guidelines that'll come into play with some of these homes to protect those with dementia? Yes, of course. In fact, I'll just give you one information that we have at the Avon Snehanjali, our assisted living elder care home, we are the first in the country to have a rights of residence. Mm-hmm. This was given to me uh, by one of my mentors, Susan Somers, who is in PR president and uh, in United Nations. She was telling me about uh, how New York State had this right. Uh, everywhere in US, you have this rights of residence. So in India, we have a lot of homes, a lot of care services, but we don't provide basic rights. So we have, in fact, I just named the nine rights what we have. Like, it's very basic thing, like right to voluntary participation, right to practice your own religion, right to have your own medical care uh, consultancy, right to present grievances, right to have confidence in treatment, need-based services, dignity, family visit, and to privacy. It's a very basic thing we, we say, we, we do it, but we have not written in black and white. We don't have pasted on the board to tell our staff these are the rights of the residents. In fact, uh, when we do group activities every every day, like in the morning we start with universal prayer, then we do uh, some brain games. But if one of the residents says, no, today I don't have a mood, I don't want to participate, we don't pull him up and make them sit. So it, they have a right. Mm-hmm. And because they, in our home, there are different religion people. They are Hindus, they are Muslims, they are Christians. Everybody has a right to practice their own religion. Mm-hmm. So this this is where you're making an environment, humanity. Humanity, I think that is what is going to be always there. So it is beyond uh, the money. It is beyond the medical facility. I think we, if we all have the human values, I think uh, uh, it will not only give you money, but it will also give you good sleep in the night. Yeah. At least you have done some, something for somebody. Yep, fill your heart. That's a that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, uh, Silesh, you want to tell people how they can reach you, and uh, give them some contact information. Yes, uh, they can contact us by email at silverinnings at gmail dot com. It is s i l v e r i n n i n g s gmail dot com, or they can call our phone number nine three two three nine one nine one four five. 
और Okay, wonderful. Yeah. And um, again, I thank you so much for being with us. Is there is there any last comments that you would like to share with our audience before we sign off? Yes. Yeah, surely. I would like to uh, actually thank some of the people <laughs> before we end because what we have done is not singly me. Uh, we don't talk about I, me, and myself. It is a team that works, and that is the dedication. Uh, it, around the world, people have helped us. In fact, when we started Snehanjali, the line what we, you know, uh, we uh, are very proud to say, even Snehanjali assisted living care home, transforming lives to mitigate loneliness, helpless, and boredom. It is taken from Eden Alternative. And Dr. Bill Thomas and Eden Alternative are uh, very, very humbly, they allowed us to use this name, uh, this uh, tagline, uh, because we have done this training and we need to create human values. Uh, I need to thank Dr. Devendra Sawe, uh, the psychiatrist at Manoj Hunur, and my mentor, Dr. Charles Pinto, Susan Somers, and my team members, uh, uh, Janet Pereira, Mona, Renu Jain, Rama Subramaniam. They, they all are part of it. And uh, Anjali Segal is the MBA student who helped me to make a business plan. Actually, I'm very weak in the maths, but she made... She said, okay, you are doing social things, but you need to be careful about the finances also. <laughs> so uh, I need to thank all my team. And uh, Laurie, I just want to tell you uh, that you are doing great thing. And uh, anything, anywhere in the world, we will be happy to make this borderless society for dementia Alzheimer's. We are into it. One. Just do it. Wonderful. Well, and I love that attitude of just do it. You know, you really, yeah. <laughs> you really are taking the the bull by the horns and and um, making such a huge, huge impact. It's yeah. it's absolutely yeah. wonderful to see. So, thank you for all you are doing, and um, thank you for coming on the show and and sharing uh, your movement um, over in India with the rest of the world. Yeah. Thank you so much. And in the last, remember those who cannot remember. Thank you so much. That's right. Thank you. Um, For those of you that missed our last show, um, we had Dee Dee Footer on, and she talked about her dad, dementia, and ice cream, and it was her personal journey with her dad and um, and, an ice cream social that she is putting together for people living with dementia um, in honor of her dad. Our next show, we are going to be talking with two authors of the new book, Spaced Retrieval, Step-by-Step, and that'll be with Jennifer Brush and uh, Jeanette Benegas. And these two ladies have some amazing techniques that they're going to share with us. And so I hope you can take the time to listen. That'll be on Friday the 13th. We'll be talking with them. If you didn't get a chance to watch our new platform, which is called Conscious Caring Resources, which is a video interview platform, um, we launched on the 4th of this month, and our our inaugural uh, guest was Paul Ann Garden, uh, Gordon, who was diagnosed with dementia, um, the vascular type, and we discussed the booklet she wrote to help families and professionals dealing with vascular dementia And it's titled Vascular Dementia, an Inside Perspective. And you can purchase it on Amazon for only 99 cents. But um, take a peek. You can go to alzheimerspeaks.com, and it's right on the 
the home page. Um, and if you're listening later on in time, because a lot of people will listen to these maybe a you know, a year or two later, um, just go to our initiatives and projects page and you'll be able to find it there under Conscious Caring Resources. Um, this morning we had our most current dementia chats, a very, very interesting conversation about Mother's Day and Father's Day and how people with dementia look at those days when they're now diagnosed with dementia and how it impacts them um, when they've lost their parents. And so I'll be posting that hopefully tomorrow morning. I have to edit that one yet. And the one before that, we discussed uh, caring roles and how each side sacrifices and their perception of the word just sacrifice. Um, and then our um, next session will be on May 24th. And those always are free to the public and professionals alike. Um, if you're interested in a screening of the fabulous dementia film, His Neighbor Phil, please give me a holler and you can reach me at 651-748-4714 or you can just email me at lori, L-O-R-I, at alzheimerspeaks.com. Uh, last, I just want to point out, I did do a blog which um, is called uh, Third Mother's Day Without Mom, Feeling Lost and Privileged. And it's something that actually I wrote um, on my first year um, when my mom passed. And it's, it still seems very relevant. And I just um, hear from a lot of people that they find it very comforting and healing. So it might be something that you want to check out. Um, let's see. I also want to yell out to a couple of colleagues here on Alive and Social. Uh, Apples to Apples is a sports show. Um, and it has a father and son team. Scott and Drew Applebaum. It's on Monday at 2.30 Central Time, so you can check that out and find out if father's, uh, Father is always knows best when it comes to sports commentary or not. Uh, I think that's it. So in wrapping up the show today, I would just say, you know, keep in mind um, your memory chip, which is a tool you can, again, get on alzheimerspeaks.com. Um, and it just gets us to focus um, kind of off our to-do list and focusing on really being person-centered. Are they safe? Are they happy? Are they pain-free? Until next time. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.